This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. As always, we want to thank our producer Mark Winter and Pet Life Radio for giving us the opportunity, and we also want to thank you guys for tuning into our shows. Guys, in this episode, we're going to be talking about value, value as a dog groomer. In these times, dog groomers have more value than ever. How are you placing value on yourself as dog owners or a salon owner? And what can you do to increase your value as a dog groomer? We got that and we have our very funny comment segment coming up in this episode of Groomer Humor. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor, guys. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with Anthony Ray. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode, guys. We really, really appreciate it. We love each and every one of you guys for listening to us. And uh, we figured, why not do a show on, on us, on dog groomers, despite what kind of groomer you are, where you're at in your dog grooming career, Wherever you're at, you really, really need to place value on yourself, guys. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and see where you're at. Uh, But I think first and foremost, we have to uh, figure out how much value you place on yourself, Ant. I value myself at about a 12-pack of Miller High Life, somewhere (laughs) somewhere around there. $9.99 to $11.99, depending on the liquor store. Yeah. See, but but hey, that's good. You didn't say six-pack. No. no, Six-pack? What are you, crazy? Yeah, you know, you value yourself at a 12-pack. That's very good. Maybe you could work your way up to a 24-pack. Ooh. Or 30-pack cans. <laughs> That's a 30-rack right there. It's a 30-rack. Well, you know, or you can go buy, like, you know, your White Castle Crave case. You know, Ooh. that's a high value. Well, I got to do that. It's even more expensive for me now because I got to do the, the Beyond Meat or whatever. Oh, Right, because you're doing the vegan thing. Yeah, not vegan, vegetarian. Vegetarian, whatever, same thing. I no, don't know. It's, it's okay. completely different. Right, completely different. I, I listen. I know I'm going to get yelled at by all the vegetarians and vegans out there. I, I vegans can't eat dairy. Okay. Can you imagine me not eating cheese? I have cheese running through my veins. Yeah, you do. You got you know you're pasty inside. Yeah, you inside. Know? Yes. Yes. Uh, let's not even get into that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, 
But, you know, I'm glad that you place value on yourself and you're using at least beer as the example. It's always a good uh, good example to use. Yeah, beer, Taco Bell. Taco they have Bell. a great value menu. <laughs> right. See, again, just value. Yeah, value. <laughs> I get it. But in this episode, Ant, as we said, we're talking about value of a dog groomer. So what kind of dog groomer are you? Where do you place yourself? What type of groomer are you uh, is the better question. Are you the at-home backyard basement groomer? Are you uh, an employee at a busy grooming salon? Are you a salon owner-operator? Where are you as a dog groomer? And this show is for each and every one of us. We're not judging anybody in this show as dog groomers. We're just going to kind of like you know give some examples and some pointers on where you can increase yourself okay, as a dog groomer. So as we said in the intro, I think dog groomers in this time that we're at have so much value and people are starting to realize that and we as dog groomers are starting to realize how valuable we are uh, more so than in past in the past years of uh, having this career anyone doing this so let's say you are the uh, you know the at-home dog groomer and uh, you know maybe you don't have any uh, real dog grooming training as like you maybe you didn't go to school to become a dog groomer no harm no foul you're still doing a job you may be better than someone who did go to a dog grooming school because you learned it on your own and you realized you got good at it and you decided to hey why not offer the service but i think the one thing that you may want to do as an at-home dog groomer is definitely keep doing what you're doing and learn more and if you're placing value on yourself let's talk dollars and cents because you're working out of your home, you can charge less, right? So you can charge, you know, whatever, you know, you can charge $30 if you want, um, where, you know, a salon owner has to charge in excess of $75 a grooming. But are you getting a $30 dog grooming or are you getting a $75 dog grooming? So are you getting a $75 dog grooming for $30? And if that's the case, then you are the ultimate dog groomer, okay? But if it's not the case, you might want to just gain more experience in dog grooming and value yourself even more and even charge more. So the better you are at it, even if you're working at home, you'll be able to charge more even if you are working at home. Experience is um, is incredibly important with any trade, with basically anything worth doing. Experience always helps, but that, that rings extra true for dog grooming because there's just so many levels and facets and just the tiniest little things that you just really don't get without experience just how the clippers feel in your hand little tiny little things like that are so important so yeah experience for sure absolutely you know and if you're at you know if you're grooming out of your house if you're the the dog groomer that grooms from home you know chances are you're probably not seeing as much of a variety of dogs so again you may be doing kind of like the same dog all the time or you're just kind of doing it on the side it's not like your livelihood maybe you're just doing it for extra money again though you can still increase your value even as that type of dog groomer and uh, when i say that i mean do a better job learn learn the trade just do a a more quality job and focus so that you can charge more because you need to this show is based on value and really you have to value yourself before you can really put it into your work 
Um, I was watching something this morning. You guys should really check this guy out. It's uh, it's uh, Infinite Waters is the name of his channel, and his name is Ralph Smart. And uh, this guy's very inspirational. He's he's a great YouTuber. Anybody out there, just jump on YouTube and check out Infinite Waters because he said something really funny this morning, and I was watching and kind of inspired the show for today. He talked about the Mona Lisa, the painting, the Mona Lisa, because it has so much value. It's one of the most you know, valued paintings on the planet right now. And it's, I think it's worth just under like a billion dollars or something like that. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's its value for this one painting. And uh, Ralph Smart was funny because he said, he said, why is this painting valued so high? And the answer to that is because somebody said so. That's all it takes, huh? That's it, man. Somebody said so. So what are you saying? You know, what are you saying about yourself? I said uh, high lives. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Anthony said beer. So, you oh, know, no. you know, so we know where Anthony's at. I don't know how I value myself yet. I have to come up with something. I'll come up with something by the end of the show. Yeah, maybe I could bump myself up to the 30 rack by the end of the show. Yeah. You know, so you, you got a chunk. You got a chunk, small goals. Exactly. I, I might use my car, for example. So right now I'm valued at a 2001 Audi A4 1.8T that I've practically rebuilt myself. <laughs> I, uh, If I use my car, my value is a 2002 Volkswagen Touareg that has a major leak, doesn't start, and has no power steering even if it did start. There you go. Now I understand the 12-pack. Uh, the yeah, right. It's all I got. <laughs> I understand. It's, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, what am I going to do? I need the 12-pack. I'm just sitting around. <laughs> See? Okay. You're yeah. a survivor, man. Uh, yeah. I, I, I get it, and I, I, I back you. I back you on that. The Mona Lisa is valued at $850 million, by the way. Wow. Look at that. Thank you, Anthony. $850 million for one painting. painting. Because somebody said so. Yeah. And there she's just go. looking. She's just looking straight. She's right. ain't doing nothing. Right. And uh, originally, I think she was a he. It was supposed to be a self-portrait or something yeah, wasn't like it, that. Uh, wasn't it a self? Yeah, it was him, right? Yeah, it was him. Yeah, he was doing a self-portrait and it turned into... It, 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 here's the thing. The Mona Lisa happened by accident. Yeah. So, you know, tell you what kind of world we're living in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, again, guys, there you go, man, uh, because somebody said so. So what are you saying about yourself? What are you saying about yourself as a dog groomer? What kind of a dog groomer are you? Are you an employee? Are you an employee at a, at a uh, you know, a, a busy grooming salon? So if you're that, okay, so, uh, you know, here in this situation, you're working for somebody. So, you know, there's some good points about that and there's some kind of bad points about it. You know, you're not going to, you know, make as much money as you could, you know, working for yourself or maybe you can. It depends. It, it, you know, you definitely have less headaches, but either way, you're a dog groomer. So what can you do as an employee of a busy grooming salon? So one of the things we can do here is once again, experience, you know, be a good one. And start to try to establish your own clientele. Okay, so if you're uh, an employee, you know, you want to be that employee that people are asking for. 
Okay. So like, yeah, you know what? I want to bring my dog in and I want, I want Amy to do my dog. You know, I want Rudy to do my dog. Anybody would, but Anthony, I don't want Anthony to do my dog. I want, <laughs> but you know, cause he's, you know, he's back there drinking 12 packs. Yeah. He's drunk. Don't, he's, don't he's, he's drunk. Don't let Anthony groom my yeah. dog. <laughs> but <laughs> Anyway. So yeah, you know, you want to be that person. You want to be the person that people ask for does a couple of things guys it really establishes yourself as a good dog groomer and you have your own clientele so it really it's kind of job security even though you're working for someone else the salon owner is not going to want to let you go okay if you're asked a lot you know if you are asked as a dog groomer to groom people's dogs and you know what they're going to place more value on you too because they're not going to want to let you go and they're going to want to pay you more yeah, and if you are that groomer that's getting asked for a lot, that means you're good. That means you're you're not nicking dogs. You're getting them finished in time. You're never late. You're always there. You're always available. That's another big thing is is you're always available. You're worth asking for because you're always there. So you're putting a lot of hard work into each of your dogs, and you know all those things lead to people asking for you personally as opposed to the person who whatever dogs keep getting clipper burned or brush burned stuff like right. that you know there you know why would you want to continue to use that person if it happens over and over and over again you know certain things happen sparingly you can't really get away from that but you know uh, if it's uh, that's happening to you constantly you're not really going to get asked for and the owner of the business is going to have no problem letting you go um, if you keep having accidents and making those those rookie mistakes kind of that they're happening too often right overall just not doing a good job your dogs aren't coming out good you know, yeah, you're yeah, not, that's, you're not, that's you're, a thing too. You can just kind of <clears throat> yeah. suck. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You didn't. Now you're just the sucky dog groomer, and you don't right. want to be that. You want to be a good dog groomer. You want to be the best you can be. And you know, there's no such thing as a perfect dog groomer because this trade is just way too difficult to be perfect. You know, but be the best you can. You know, take more time on your dogs. So you know, we got the the at home dog groomer. We have the the busy salon employee. We're just placing value on ourselves, guys, through this show. Place value on yourself, and how can you place more value on yourself? Thirdly, the salon owner operator, uh, which is us, you know, the private salon owner operator. It's a tough position because you know you're the groomer, you're the owner, which is the case in most situations. You, you have an owner operator who has a lot of pressure because they have to run the business and do the dogs like we do here, Anthony. So what can we do? What do we do to place more value on ourselves? Offer more services. You know, you can offer more services. But again, I think the universal idea here is just quality work. You know, you have to do quality work. We stress that here. We offer as many services as we can we're not real gimmicky here. You know, we don't do a whole lot of gimmick stuff. It's more like we focus more on the grooming and doing a really, really good job. But we do complete groomings as well. So we offer all of the services. We don't, you know, we'll do things a la carte too. Like, for example, if somebody wants to just have their dog's nails clipped or the ears done. Yeah, we do that. But generally, as far as the groomings concerned, it's all inclusive. And we price accordingly on how much work the dog is or the breed of dog or the, you know, the dog's disposition, of course, you know, if he's trying to bite your face off and, you know, it's, it's going to be a much tougher grooming if you can get through it at all. But, you know, the salon 
owner probably has the most pressure on them because, you know, they have the overhead. So they got to cover everything and run the show. But I wouldn't want it any other way. You also need elite people skills. I think that's a good um, one. Yeah. Like top notch people skills, because when you're the owner, there's nothing to hide behind. If somebody doesn't like the price, for example, you can't say, <laughs> well, you know, it's not my, it's not up to me. That's up to the owner. That's up to the manager. You know what I mean? It's like, right. nope, this is our, we have to answer for everything that right. happens Good and bad. So, yep. you know, not a whole lot of bad happens. Thank God. We're very blessed. And, uh, but it's because, you know, we're good at what we do, really. Right. But yeah, you have to have impeccable people skills because uh, the trust and the personal relationships is my favorite part of this business. The personal relationships with both the dogs and the owners. I have a lot of friends that I've met through what we do. Absolutely. And dogs that I, have grown very attached to throughout the years because mm -hmm. we do what we do. So there's a lot of value there. You have to value yourself as a people person. You yeah. Be a groomer and be a jerk. And actually that somehow, sometimes that works too. I don't know why, <laughs> but yeah. there are jerk groomers out there that, uh, yeah. that have been in business for, for decades. Yeah. Some people are all business. Some people just want to drop their dog off and not say anything, but that's not how we personally do things. And I don't really like that version of this business. I like yeah. growing a community and a family. We all, we're all here for the same thing, you know? Without question. That's a great point, Anthony, because you're very smart, Anthony. I like I'm not that. as dumb as I look. You're I not you're as dumb say. as you look, especially yeah. with that long hair. Get a haircut. No. Anyway. But listen, what we have to do here is do exactly what Anthony said and place value on not just money, not just the monetary part of it. You know, we're placing value on all of it, on the entire business of dog grooming, uh, personal relationships, definitely. Okay. Are we having technical difficulties no, here? No. no. He no. was just trying to make you laugh. Oh, and okay. So our producer <laughs> says I look like Chumley. But I didn't get it. Yeah, um, of course, my dad doesn't get it because he can't no, read no, the text that small. No, my camera, my camera stopped working. Oh, uh, <laughs> so now I now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So our producer is sending us a picture as we're doing the show, trying to make fun of me, and uh, he's placing value on on me on right you. now, and I'm Chumley. You're Chumley. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> this is why we have to do a live show, like uh, cam cameras on both of us so that they can see what we're really doing over here. No, you know what I love? You know what I love about our show? And, uh, you know, Mark does our show with us. Now, Mark, our producer, does not do the shows with everybody else. Not on all the shows anyway. But with us, he does it with us only because we need his constant help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he won't let us do the show alone <laughs> yeah we can't be trusted we can't be trusted doing the show alone so it's it's mandatory like you know mark's like our babysitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can't supervise we, we, <laughs> we need to be supervised when we do our show <laughs> yeah you guys just heard it you see how we react when the screen changes a little bit you know whoa, whoa what wait, what's happening wait, are we having technical difficulties we're like, stumped we, we, yeah we're stumped oh there it goes well, again there, there it goes again oh no we can't see mark what do we do oh uh, yeah we get so <laughs> flustered 
Yeah, so we're not allowed to do our show on our own. <laughs> so thank you for that, though, Mark, because uh, we, we probably couldn't if we tried. So we appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting back to value. Yeah, great point, Anthony. The value shouldn't just be placed on, you know, the money. It brings the question, can you get rich doing this as a dog groomer? Well, you know, define rich. You know, what's rich? Uh, rich is a lot of things for a lot of people. You know, if you're talking, you know, money-wise, you know, there's somebody out there that has $20,000 and considers themselves rich. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just, they base their lifestyle around it. And, you know, and then you got, you know, your multimillionaire billionaire that, you know, uh, still thinks that they don't have enough. So how do you place a value on, on where you're at as a dog groomer? Can you get rich? Of course you can. Yeah, you can get rich in a lot of ways in this business. But I like what you said, Andy. You have to be rich all around. You have to have those relationships. You have to have, in order to do dog grooming, you really need to be personable. And we definitely strive to be that here. Yeah, without question. If you are the kind of short tempered, don't bother me dog groomer, get out of my shop dog groomer. Yeah, you can have your doors open for a long time, but I think that that puts a ceiling on how much money you can make and how much of a community you can grow because you're a jerk, you know, like yeah. that's, you, you act like it, like an ass. <laughs> so, yeah. you and know, it, um, yeah. Yeah. And try to remind yourself that, you know, people, clients, you know, they're dropping their dogs off. They're scared. These are their babies. They're scared. So you really have to try to comfort people, you know, and again, not all people are nice either in this, but it's something that we deal with in this industry. It's uh, very, you know, you're, you're dealing with the general public and their dogs. So you're not just dealing with the person, you're dealing with the dog as well. And uh, you have to be very understanding, very understanding of people dropping their dog off to you. If you're a groomer and you want to know what it feels like, just get a pet and, you know, whenever you have to bring your pet to the vet, that's what your customers are feeling. Same thing. Please don't hurt my little baby. Yes, exactly. Please, please. You know, that's what it feels like. It's the same yeah, thing. Exactly. But this show is just dedicated to our dog groomers out there. And uh, despite what type of groomer you are, the at-home groomer, the employee, or the shop owner, this show is just definitely designed to increase your value. Know that you're doing something really, really good. You are offering a service that not just anybody can do. It's a very, very difficult service. We commend each and every one of you because we know what you guys are going through. Okay, it's a stressful business and we love you guys for that. Just think of this. What would people do without dog groomers? Think about that. Just think about that for a second. But with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to sum up the show. And we have our funny comment segment coming right up after these words. So, Dad, I got a question for you. What's that, Ant? What was your reaction when you heard that Ben and Jerry's was branching out into doggy desserts? Ant, when I found out that Ben and Jerry's was now for dogs, I ran to the freezer and pulled out a pint of peanut butter world. I ate it so fast I gave myself a brain freeze. (laughs) I had a very similar reaction, actually, except uh, I went with the Cherry Garcia. Oh, I love that flavor. Yeah, that's the classic flavor, the Cherry Garcia. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Guys, with so many clients walking through our door looking for a good, tasty treat for their dogs, we were so glad to let them know that Ben and Jerry's had 
a treat for them. Yeah, there's a lot of treats out there that have tried to jump on the doggy train and rely on gimmicks and quick sales. And Ben and Jerry's has really put a lot of focus on quality ingredients and some great flavors. That's, uh, I think, finally going to allow your dog to feel what we feel when eating Ben and Jerry's. Absolutely. In fact, guys, we chose 10 of our customers here at the grooming shop and gave them samples of both the rosy flavored and the paunch flavored to see which flavor their dogs would prefer. (laughs) And of course, expectedly, the results were quite decisive when all 10 of them said their dogs quickly consumed both. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You know, one of my favorite memories of eating Ben and Jerry's was devouring multiple pints of cookie dough while binge watching Breaking Bad. Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah, I do actually <laughs> uh, you want to know what one of mine was my fondest memory was eating a couple pints of the old chunky monkey for no reason at all <laughs> just because it's delicious and it was because it was called chunky monkey who doesn't want to know what that tastes like <laughs> so one thing's for sure there's going to be a lot of happy dogs out there so what we want you guys to do is check out both doggy flavors at benjerry.com that's b-e-n-j-e-r-r-y.com you could also check out all the caniners at the Ben Jerry's Vermont office at benjerry.com. Again, that's B E N J E R R Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts as always. I'm Anthony Ray, hanging out with Daddy O, Rudy V, and we're talking about value today. What kind of value do you place on yourself as a dog groomer or pet groomer in general? And um, I got myself at a whopping 12-pack of Miller High Lifes. I got and, myself uh, at a 2001 Audi. And yeah, so right now, to take our own advice, we got to place a little bit more value on ourselves, Dad. But uh <laughs> But yeah, there's uh, different facets to this business. You can be the owner, the employee, but yeah, if you're an employee, be that groomer that people ask for. If you're grooming out of your house, put the effort that you're putting in and do it tenfold so you can charge more and be great at what you're doing because you're on the right, a lot of groomers start. And if you're the owner, definitely, uh, you know, you got to fall in love with your people and your people got to fall in love with you. That's really it. There's a lot. That goes into growing a community in this business. It's very difficult, but I think uh, in all facets, there's lots of ways to place value on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Without question, man. Yeah, definitely. And just, you know, work on your craft, get better at what you're doing, work on your craft. And and when I say that, I mean like in detail, like, you know, round feet better. If you can do a better job rounding that foot, take the time, you know, tighten up your haircuts, you know, I don't know, grind nails, clip and grind nails, do uh, good ear cleanings, just ultimately just spend more time on each individual dog and do quality work. That's what I think uh, we all need to do. Do quality work. Don't do, you know, a half job. And then uh, that's where your value is going to be. Then people are just going to want to pay $30, $40. And then that's all you'll be. That's all you'll be. So, you know, just craft and do better jobs and uh, then you could charge more. So definitely. Okay, guys. So this is our funny comment segment. I'm a professional. Not so funny, but this just intrigued me because uh, I I like what this guy said. It was really sweet. This guy says, I play your nail clip video while clipping my dog's nails. He loves watching while I clip. Thank you so much. 
I thought that was cute. <laughs> that is cute. You know, <laughs> you know, I didn't know our videos had that kind of impact. So the dog watches our video. He watches a dog getting its nails clipped, and he lets his owner clip his, do- huh. his nails. That's pretty cool. Hey, you cool. know what? We've seen that in the shop. There's days where dogs definitely watch how other dogs do it, like yeah. how they get work done, and mm. then they kind of copy. It's funny. It's yeah. Funny. Yeah, I wonder which video it was. Was it the nail clip one where I blasted the music by accident for no reason that everybody still yells at us for? It may be. I'm we have a few, sure. so I, I um, wonder. Maybe the dog likes the music. It may be that one, or it may be... Yeah, you know what? I think it is that one. I think the dog likes the music, so... Well, yeah. if it is that one, to all the people who constantly remind us that the music isn't necessary, ha! This dog likes the music. There you go. See? So it's, it's calming and soothing. So come at me. <laughs> God. Anyway. Boy, do I regret putting music in the video. <laughs> no more music in our videos, no, guys. We, no, no. we promise. We promise. We still get yelled at. We, we, yep. Three years of being yelled at over mm-hmm. that video. But ironically, that, Stop. Uh, yeah, but ironically, that video is you know, pushing 400K views. Yeah. So thank you guys for watching it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And thanks so much for stopping by, guys. As always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, and subscribe. We want to hear from all you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure, as always. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.